0: You are listening to the Accessibility Corner on Dialogue Radio Network with your host, George Zavala. The Accessibility Corner will provide you with topics and resources for our local community of people with disabilities. The Accessibility Corner is brought to you by the Law Offices of Stephanie Townsend Alala
1: and Associates. So, here we go 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5... Four, three, two, one. Let's get the party started.
2: To the Accessible Abruzic Corner here on Dialogue Radio Network, which is brought to you by the Law Office of Stephanie Townsend, Ayala. Today we're gonna to have a lot of good information. I have my uh I call my hero from City Council, Mr. Judd Burgess. And then later on we'll be talking to Mr. Raul Zamora, owner of El Paso parking lot striping and seal coating. So right now we're on Facebook with Mr. Jed Burgess, uh his Facebook and my Facebook. Hello everyone. Waving my hand. So before we start the, the show, I'd like to do what's called the accessibility minute. Those are products and services that are for their design for people with visual and physical disabilities it's called um eastern tech seal or easter yeah easterseals.tech.com and then we'll be talking about or the clip we will be showing what's called the atomic uh watch which is a talking watch like me people say why do you wear a watch if you can't see it but actually let me show you a quick demonstration <laughs> Hey there,
3: welcome to Accessibility Minute, your weekly look at assistive technology. Those clever tools and devices designed to help people who have difficulties with vision, mobility, hearing, or other special needs. There are so many talking watches available on the market for individuals with visual impairments that it can be hard to choose one. VolcaTime Time offers a large selection of talking watches for both men and women. One of their available options is their Atomic Talking Watch. According to their website, the Atomic Talking Watch is the ultimate talking watch which synchronizes the voice perfectly with its hands to provide an easy setting and accurate timekeeping. Other features of the VOCATIME Atomic Talking Watch include dual voice technology which allows you to switch between American female or male voices, bold color contrasting hands and numbers for easy visibility, high quality leather band to ensure maximum durability, one-year limited warranty, and much more. Visit com to learn more. For more information to read our blog or to drop us a line, visit eastersealstech.com. That was your Accessibility Minute for this week. I'm Laura Metcalf with the INDATA Project at Easter Seals Crossroads in
2: Indiana. Mr. Jed Bridges, um, today I I asked him to come on and talk about uh, an, an issue that came up this past week or a week and a half ago was it a week and a half ago regarding the city council and those who don't know Jed Burgess is, is a badass yeah, he really is he has a YouTube page that deals when he makes comments to city council regarding our rights and it kind of it, um, it kind of goes in, in, in collaboration to people with disabilities rights you have to fight up, fight for your rights no matter if it's in city council or on the streets so first of all, Mr. Jed Burgess, can you introduce yourself sir
1: Can I introduce myself? Yes. Uh, I'm Judd Burgess. Uh, I've got a graphic design studio. Um, My wife, Laurie, and I are getting ready to do something really different in El Paso, but that'll come later. Uh, And I've been heavily involved in local activism and and just uh, holding city leaders accountable in uh, city council. The mayor, uh, I've got his number, and uh, city council, Sylvia Firth, anybody. Anybody who does this wrong, anybody who's uh, not doing their job correctly, I'm I get up there and get in their face and basically try to, you know, back up what I say to them. And, and you know, they're a captive audience every every two weeks. And uh, what we're talking about here is they've uh, gone out of their way, Mayor Margo in particular, has gone out of his way to make sure that we don't have the... That he's trying to discourage free speech. And that's something that I've been heavily uh, pushing lately, just there. Oh, j- yeah. And the
2: thing about the 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 that particular censorship, in my opinion, is is kind of goes into to not letting your voice be heard, which is very concerning. Uh And the thing I like about you, Mr. Birch, is you talk about facts. Mm-hmm. It, they're not circumstantial or they're not uh, subjective, I'm sorry. Right. They're objective. And, for example, when you brought up the issue about uh, the ballpark and the impact, the economic impact, how it is actually depleting. We've had, in the past, what, four years, it's been open, I think it is, 2.1%. Two point two in debt,
1: A million, right?
2: And then plus, what's really funny? The city council said, "Okay, you know what? We'll go ahead and give you another one point two in capital improvements for the next few years." <laughs> so I'm like, "Right, seriously?" But you were there, Jed. You're you know calling him out, and uh-huh. and now I am. I do want to be transparent on my end. Mm-hmm. I do serve on three committees for the mayor's office, which I was appointed by the prior mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do want to make it that I, but I don't represent him. I, re- I represent the office and the constituents. Mm-hmm. So I want to make that very clear. Uh, and I do support Mr. Jed Burgess's, um work when he does, in particular, to Ms. Wally Schenck.
1: Wally Schenck. Wally mm-hmm. Schenck. 89 years old. She 89 just turned years 89 old. this last Monday.
2: And t- tell the story about that a little bit.
1: Well, okay, you had mentioned that this had just barely started, but this actual uh, attempt by Mayor Margo, it's just a blatant attempt to, to curb free speech and to, and to just, you know, limit opposition in terms of people who have differing opinions as to what the mayor and city council have. That started several weeks ago, almost two months ago, when he just, out of nowhere, we sat there and it just took us so long to uh, get get our turn to speak because generally on the website, if you go to the website, it says that the first thing after, a few, you know, the mayor's proclamations is people's uh, common times that because that's in respect to our jobs they understand that we have jobs that we got to get to and so that we're we're going to you know get out there and and say our our three minutes and then we got to go back to our jobs and the next thing you know is we're sitting there nine o'clock rolls around ten o'clock eleven o'clock twelve o'clock and I'm watching Wally this 89 year old widow uh and you know speaking of disabilities when you're 89 years old you're going to have a lot of physical limitations and she was just cramping up and she was in, in all sorts of discomfort and uh and it's it's by design. Mayor Margot just basically could care less about Wally, and the same with city council because nobody stood up on her behalf. And so I, I got to the point where, like, I just started videotaping this as evidence so that we can see what is, how this is affecting people, you know, his, his attempts to just curb free speech rights.
2: And, then, you know, the thing about the, what the, what's not really understood or, or the underlying problem here, Mr. Burgess, is that people with disabilities, we are on a set schedule. We have a set time if we go, you know, get ready. We have, the reason why is because either like me, I'm visually impaired, so I have a set, you know, uh, pattern, mm-hmm. or someone that has a personal care attendant. So time is crucial. So, for example, if you have someone signing at nine o'clock in the morning to speak, mm-hmm. but you have to wait, the, originally, you have to wait to end of city council, which may be two. She's one.
1: signing at a date, by the way, so that's another hour that, yeah. that was at a time. so,
2: to me, that's the thing that I don't understand. And when you're telling me, and my wife was describing the video to me, Mr Burgess. Mm-hmm. My thing is as and the visual aspect, City Council and I know this for a fact, Oscar Leeser would have done this. I know for a fact he's mm-hmm. done it with me when I was there. Mm-hmm. He would say with Miss Miss uh, Miss Wally is do you wanna go talk now? You wanna give you the time? I guarantee you if not Villa morning." but this council, I'm very disappointed.
1: Right very They're, they're clueless they're, they're tone deaf they, they just don't have that sensitivity to people with disabilities or just even average people but with people like wally sheck there is no excuse for not paying attention to a woman like that and like you said Lisa, i didn't know that about oscar Leiser. he always seemed to be very sensitive to other people's needs and and you know she loved him she's always yeah. you know talking about him and comparing him to Margot because Margot is not oscar Leiser. he's no. trump light that's if, what he if is let me give you an example and
2: my wife is a witness I, I suffered from one of the consequential effects of my disability, or my blindness, is I have anxiety. So one day we're in city council and I, I started getting my anxiety. So I'm like, you know what, I have to leave.
1: A no panic attack.
2: Yeah. So I started walking out with my wife. Right before I even closed the door, somebody pushes the door open. I think the city council chambers. And I'm out to turn around, and say, well, who the hell was that? Mm-hmm. It was Oscar Leeser. Are you okay? Are you leaving? Are you in-? I'm like, that's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife. No, sir, I'm okay. And then when I sat down, I guess he noticed it. He came and grabbed my hand. Are you okay? Yeah. And I'm like. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to He didn't have to showboat to no one. But
1: Margo? Mm-hmm. Well, you know what uh, know. Wally told me? We were having a little conversation. She said, first of all, she said, I'm the only person that has ever talked to her since she's been going to city council since 2001, 240-plus meetings that she's gone to, taking her time out of to go up there and just you know talk about the issues and the things that she'd like to see happen. She said that Mayor Margo approached her in, in the Galleyway or whatever, and he asked her, well, why don't you just come at 12? And, and you know, why do you have to come here sorry? Of? It's like, well, first of all, she has to sign up before 8. Mm-hmm. Second of all, this is an 80, 89-year-old woman doesn't have a computer, and she's not surfing the Internet like like you or me would be doing. Yeah. You know, he just assumes things about people because he's so tone deaf to, to people with disabilities, to people who, are, who make less than $150,000 a year. He just doesn't know how most of El Paso lives. So that's what drives his decision-making. It's he's living in an ivory tower, a bubble.
2: And one of the things that really concerns me, uh, Mister. Mister. Burgess, is that the topic of censorship. Living in America, we had a First Amendment right to, to 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 speak our right or our, our died voice for that right. Now, if, if this is hateful or whatever, that's not that's discouraged. But you you haven't done that, and yet they I've seen it or oh, I've heard it mm-hmm. where they actually censored you. I don't know if you remember, you had done a video and you said, you know what, they're censoring me, they're cutting off my mic, and so what a coincidence. And I remember you had gone, and you actually had yourself mic'd.
1: Yeah, I record myself every time because I know that they're going to cut my audio off. But I do it anyway just to have good, clear audio. But what a coincidence
2: video. that you are up there, and guess what? Just that clock where your mic went out. Mm, and I'm like, that, you know, and then seriously, <laughs> I mean, come on, Mr. Burgess. And then when you have uh, 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 one of the city council members tell you, and I heard this, uh, ask like an adult. or, or Right, that was called. Michael
1: Noy. He's be patronizing me, you know, saying we have adult rules. Why don't you behave like an adult? Essentially, that's what he's telling me.
2: Why? Because you're telling the truth.
1: Because they don't like the way I am. I'm I'm not a person to hold back, and and me and Michael Noe have gone at it, you know. And I I don't insult him, but he he gets intimidated by me because I'm not afraid to call him out on things.
0: He doesn't you know, like sarcasm, re,
1: right? And remember that time where he he uh, walked out of a city council meeting during a Duranguito thing because yeah. he felt slighted because you know he wasn't included in that walking quorum, and so when they were like deciding something, he just got up and left. And I I wrote up a big blog post where saying where he was MIA and saying where is this guy? You know, this guy just tucked tail and ran. And so I'm sure he read it or somebody sent it to him. So he's got a little personal vendetta against me. And whenever I get up there, you know, but now I notice that like. They're treating me really nicely because I've found some real violations of the Texas ethics codes, and I pinned Margo <laughs> on that. I pinned Noe, who's the mayor pro tem, and uh, a city attorney Sylvia Firth. I now, mean, they have I will violated those laws.
2: I will say that my personal experience, uh, Mr. Burgess. I'm, I'm talking on my my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. My just one of Hector's uh, disclaimers here. My disclaim my disclaimer here is I do represent some boards and committees. My personal opinion does not reflect those committee's words. So having said that, right, right, Good. But, um,
0: but but wait, but don't he he mentioned Sylvia Firth? Well, let's I, I'll let, 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 that. let's not pass that up because no,
2: uh, I, I want to give you two two experiences. Doctor No, mm-hmm. now that people know this on Facebook and who are listening, uh, last year we reached out to the city council people and we met each each uh, individual um, city council regarding uh, ADA compliance of the city and whatnot. Doctor No, non-existent. We called him several times. It's documented. We call them, email them. I heard crickets. Then with Sylvia first, like three or four years ago, we had a peti- petition for a change in the ordinance. Whereas someone in, in the in the establishment makes one change for for AGA compliance, then it didn't trigger all the other changes. So it's kind of helping the mm-hmm. the employer or the the business owner. And Miss Furst stands up and says, "Well, uh, these businesses are grandfathered by the AGA." Or to the as to the ADA, we're like, she's a lawyer. Is she insane? Yeah.
0: George, you know she's gone, right? Yeah, she's gone. And May
1: first, yeah. she'll be gone, or May twentieth, well, well, or but, something but, like but that. But
0: whenever it is, but this was the same person that was allowed to uh, sanction him. He was being sanctioned live, right?
1: Yeah. right. In other right. words, right. she would
0: interrupt him and, and say, argue with me. Yeah, what is At that length. about? What is what is that about?
1: It's it's unprofessional, and it's a, it's it's just a shame, you know, for the lawyer. Uh, circles you know that she would behave that way but you know there's a reason Dr. No's name is Dr. No there it is right there
2: yeah. no I <laughs> never about that well, But you know, know what he
1: took a Hippocratic oath
2: mm-hmm. well, no and, and, and yet and yet he had he's his fingers
0: still, crossed I think yeah, I yeah but and yet he has uh, that older lady you know cramping up because they decide to you know yeah, exactly mess a her he would know yeah he
1: but should know
2: you know what uh, talking about that the open to the public portion uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Burgess when you show me those videos or put on Facebook, and I saw them, the thing that really concerned me is that the disconnect, like you said, the disconnect from uh, elected official that we elected, the constituents, is that the disconnect with their public, with their constituents, where they saw someone in pain. It was very visual. My mom, my wife said, and number two, just have a common sense and saying, if we move this time to another time, let's reach out to. Are public and ask not just do it themselves and vote on you know what's in the city council because like I said going back to my original statement people with disabilities not all of them all of us but we're set we have a set time and set procedure and what so when you moved it that shows everyone else because number one if we don't know what time it ends originally we're not going to know what time to come back under you know right. transportation right, exactly. now that you have it at two that's more or less okay but the point is the initial move movement of that. Uh, open to the public to me it caused concern because why move it? What's like you said? What's right. the if why, it ain't
1: broke, don't fix it. But here's the other reason Mayor Margot moved it and and the rest of and the rest of our city council because it's not only to limit you know public opposition but it's to limit the amount of people that see what we have to hear. If we're up front, we're going to embarrass the mayor we're going to embarrass city council because we're saying things that they don't want to hear and they don't want to go public and when you got all these people especially like business people and a lot of his compatriots and his you know borderplex buddies in there he he does not want to see himself get you know reamed like that in public and so it's that's why you're going to move it because it's been like this for for decades
0: well everybody's there for the all the announcements and stuff at the beginning and, and by the and time by the time they give the, the proclamations and all that it empties out.
1: But no, but a lot of times the- there's still a lot of people there. Right. But you put it at twelve o'clock noon, like they've done now, which in a way it's good because people can take their lunch hour. But in a way it's bad because like you've cleaned the place out, and mm-hmm. the only people there are just you know a few people that work in the city. Employees. But that's why I put it on YouTube, and that's why I just spread it around so other people can get. But to you know see what's
2: it. funny, Mr. Burgess, uh, is that going back to the censorship. Think about like how you said it when you, when Dean Margaret first came into to into office, he went from that three minutes to one minute.
1: He tried. And right. He got a backlash. Yeah, but that at, was his first order his first of first attempt,
2: business. and and then it's kind of funny because when I saw Oscar Lisa one time, he kind of swipe made a swipe remark about you know at least I don't have one minute. But the point is, is he did that right? Mm-hmm. He tried to do it anyway. But how what a coincidence that Fred Mor- uh, Fred Morales, what's that? the, the uh, Freddie Morales. Freddie Morales, the the historian, the amateur historian. He was allowed. To go beyond three oh, minutes. 11 minutes. Exactly. And, and then think about this. So he's allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. And then he has this
1: other... No, then also...
0: Dr. No appointed him to the historical... No, Dr. Right. No
1: reappointed... all. Everybody reappointed uh, uh, that slum, greedy slumlord. The one I got censored for calling him a greedy slumlord. Uh, What's his name? Don Luciano.
0: Luciano. Yeah. And then you have this...
1: Henry Rivera is the one that uh, appointed him That's for, right, uh, Henry Rivera. Historical... Oh, Henry right. Rivera? Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and then you have... And I was about to say a bad word. A jerk... Go on 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 the, the public comments and just talk stupidity about the LGBT yeah, community. that was a stupidity.
1: That was that? dangerous. Yeah, I was there.
2: And the, the, the genocide. And yeah, let him go. Um, yeah, they let him go. Even
1: even when somebody interrupted him and said, "Look, uh, city attorney, is this a violation of the public comment rules?" And she said, "No." And they let him continue with this hateful rhetoric. It was hate speech textbook hate speech you know this is the kind of stuff that gets people riled up and gets people committing hate crimes and they let them go and then i get up there next and i start talking about you know uh i mentioned a uh you know something like like a greedy slumlord or something like that and they immediately start cutting me off and turning my mic off and arguing with me so it's kind of like is personal thing, George. here's the thing it's personal but here's the thing they are arbitrarily allowing some people to go over their 3 minutes and then when i get up there as soon as 180 seconds hits. They hit that. Margo hits his mute button, his personal mute button, or they'll allow five people to stand up there and you know uh, talk and give their three minutes on behalf of the, their neighborhood because they had a, a cell phone tower that was being put up. So he allowed all five of them to go, but then they won't allow five Duranguito people to go because oh, you're going to say the same thing. Oh, that's right. I've and, heard so, about that. and so you know they have these rules that apply to certain groups of people and then they don't apply to other groups of people. So right there, that doesn't help their case any you know
2: didn't they one time uh, you had a picture or something
1: yeah they, they've done that several times me. we'll have a picture up there like i had a picture of billy abraham behind bars and they just they felt that was personally insulting but it's not it's a factual photograph that's graphically manipulated to show what happened to but
0: he guy. was behind bars yeah and he, he only ran over off, uh, he only you know, ran over someone and killed him
1: yeah and, and, and
2: by and the way didn't he owe money to sylvia's first husband isn't that one of yeah, the stories
1: I heard? Yeah, hear? I, there's a lot of stuff, and you know, the city they coddle this guy because they want his property. Mm-hmm. So you know, they protect them. And if I go up there and insult them by putting a graphic that's completely, you know, true, they're going to have me. Ta- they're going to pull my graphic down and, and you know, curb my free speech rights.
2: But you know what you're doing, Mr. Burgess, is what we do as disability rights advocate. We don't give up. We keep right. going. We going. You know, it's like a blitz. You keep hitting them, hitting them. And not only that, I want people to understand that people are listening on Facebook Live. Is that if you ever go to City Council. And you wanna you wanted a, a reasonable accommodation, simply ask. I wanna to go to the front of the show of the front of the meeting. By law they have to do that. They cannot say, well, you have to wait till twelve. I'm gonna try it this this next city council. Is that if you ask by AGA standards and it doesn't alter the the ultimate purpose for you know of the mm-hmm. for, of the portion, I'm gonna to ask to be to talk at the beginning. And yeah. if they say no, that's not reason that that Great. meeting my accommodation. So I want people to understand that number one Fight for your your voice to be heard. And number two, if you have uh, an accommodation, you have the right to ask for that. Mm-hmm. And you, Mr. Burgess, I'm going to ask you this: keep on doing that what you're doing. Thank don't you. let them censor you. Don't I those don't. YouTube videos every <laughs> every Tuesday? I threaten Tuesday, these guys every chance
1: I get, and I don't threaten physically, but I threaten them with like all sorts of uh, publicity, negative publicity. I send them emails. Media gets the emails. You know, I'm here with you. You know, thank you for having me here. I, I highly respect everything you're doing, George. And
2: thank you too. But the thing is, for you, Mr. Burgess, and I want people to support you, to go out there and, and support you. What I mean? that is The YouTube page. Hit it up. Yep. Reach out to those city representatives. Reach out to the mayor and say, what's going on? Because the questions you're asking, Mr. Burgess, are questions that I am asking, but you have the way to do it. And the thing Well, is, so do
1: you. You've been up there, too. Well,
2: I've been up there, yeah, but I haven't been there up lately. And you're then, on
1: some boards where you can you, you have a platform, too.
2: Talking about that, you, what one experience about that, And mm-hmm. one of the committee meetings we had for the city, I chair the the accessibility advisory committee. A city attorney actually walked up to me after the meeting of Mr. Swalla. Can I talk to him? I was sure. And then a uh, real nice man. I'm not going to say his name. Mm-hmm. And he says, "I'm going to ask you, you know, please stop sending certain emails from my personal <laughs> my, my well from my personal email. I could do whatever I want."
1: He didn't like the emails you were sending him. No.
2: Well, I send out mass emails. Yeah. And he was saying, "Well, this and that." I'm like, "Look, do me a favor." Provide me with that actual asset uh, rule that I'm violating, yeah. I'll stop. Otherwise, yeah. I'm going to continue on. That's I mean, there's a
1: delete key, you know. I mean, to me, it's just, That's just
2: when you question city council regarding. You make him
1: uncomfortable like I was yes, uncomfortable. That's exactly. what it was. And he just didn't want, you know, to be faced with the things you're sending out.
2: Let me ask you this, Mr. Burgess. Mm-hmm. You're a very intelligent man. Let me ask you this. If I say something, let say you accessibility. Oh, we're going to break. Yeah. Um, this is talking about accessibility. And if I tell you, this place is accessible. So you automatically, in your head, you say it's accessible, right? Right. But if I tell you this place is partially accessible, you don't, don't you start questioning, like, what, what do you mean by partially? Mm-hmm.
1: So we had asked... What exactly does that yeah, mean, partially? So we had
2: asked City Council or Sun Metro, actually we demanded, in front of the mayor, we had a separate meeting, What? how many bus stops in El Paso are accessible? And this man kept saying, well, there's 1,500 partially accessible and we're like
1: well, yeah what exactly what does that, that
2: mean? mean and we're like we kept asking them over mr mm-hmm. Bridges, and over am i like, am i talking english what mm-hmm. like what you do and the things didn't get very uncomfortable and matter of fact the city attorney's office was in the in the room she stood up she said well mr Savala, we're not here to argue i'm like i'm not arguing mm-hmm. but anyways we're going to take a break real fast um you've been listening to the accessibility corner here on dialogue radio network and we'll be back
3: zannila at the law firm of Stephanie Townzananiala and associates our attorneys including Jennifer Coulter and my own daughter Jessica Clute fight for the nursing home and home health care rights of the elderly and disabled I'm attorney Jessica Clute the law firm of Stephanie Townzannila also specializes in estate planning probate trusts wills powers of attorney nursing home advocacy Medicaid asset protection and guardianships call us at533007
2: you're just looking so good. You flash one of them smiles my way, baby. Ow. And we're back here to that Tessaboo corner with uh, Mr. Jed Burgess. Uh, the show is brought to you by the office of Stephanie Townsend Ayala and Associates. And Mr. Burgess, awesome conversation. And unfortunately, I know you have to go, sir. But I do want to, uh, before you leave, uh, I do want to uh, provide you this time to give out your information about your YouTube video.
1: Uh, right. Sure. Uh, if you want to see any of my YouTube videos uh, that are loaded with all sorts of evidence of, of uh, city council, the mayors and city leaders attempt to curb our free speech rights, abuse the elderly and, and limit opposition, just go to Jud Burgess, just type in my name, J-U-D-B-U-R-G-E-S-S on YouTube, and you'll find at least 20 of them. And a lot of these are 15 minutes long. Believe me, they're productions. So check them out. And you can find me also on my blog, James No Bond on Facebook. Uh, where I've had over, I've had like 180 blog posts since uh, two years ago. So, yeah, check me out. And uh, James, James No Bond, that's you? James No Bond, that's me. Holy, that's right. really? That's me, oh. yeah. I've been doing that since uh, since the EPISD Bond. Yeah, he
0: went after the Bond. Okay, yeah. I did
1: know that was you. Yep, yeah. that's me. Oh, that's, that's, a, that, that's another It's not Sean Connery, it's me. That's <laughs> what i say.
2: <laughs> in the word say, James No Bond. All right. No, so now, that's that's my alias, my that's what I'm saying. But now alias, but now you're really my hero now. So oh, hey, well, Mr Bruce, right. I appreciate you taking the time Thank like you, I said, you know you have to go. Uh, we'll be coming back after a break.
3: Stephanie Townsend Ayala. At the law firm of Stephanie Townsend Ayala and Associates, our attorneys, including Jennifer Coulter and my own daughter, Jessica Clute, fight for the nursing home and home health care rights of the elderly and disabled. I'm attorney Jessica Clute. The law firm of Stephanie Townsend Ayala also specializes in estate planning, probate, trusts, wills, powers of attorney, nursing home advocacy, Medicaid asset protection, and guardianships. Call us at 533 533- 0007
2: So Mr. Uh, Raul Zamora I've had the pleasure of meeting this gentleman uh, several months ago and I started thinking about when it comes to uh, accessible parking and I think this gentleman is a great source, this is what we like to do here on the show And Oh by the way, uh, Mr. Abel I just remembered, uh, we'll be having Mr. Uh, Ricardo San on May the 11th and then he just wanted to make an announcement on May the 19th so we're going to have Two shots of Mr. Osamonego.
0: That's excellent. I did
2: talk to him last night. So uh, before I forget that. And next week, actually, will be our one-year anniversary for the show, and we'll be doing something special, hopefully, with that. So going back to Mr. Zamora, he he provides a very unique service. I know it's a business, but it also serves a purpose. And first of all, Mr. Zamora, good day, sir. Welcome to the show.
4: Thank you. for Good morning.
2: Mr. Zamora, can you do, do us a favor, just give us a little background on yourself?
4: Uh, what I do is uh, we provide uh, parking lot uh, restorations. We start from uh, refreshing ADA compliant and make sure that they're visible to, to the establishment clients. And uh, they have easy access and, uh, to those parking spaces from striping to uh, uh, preventive maintenance and uh, paving.
2: And the reason why I say Mr. Zamora provides that the essential service is because, I don't know if you know this, but if a, a accessible uh, bay is not properly marked or doesn't have a pole, that the technically a lot of law enforcement cannot write a citation. So if you ever see that, um, and we'll talk about your contact information later, sir. Yes. Uh, if, reach out to Mister Samoda. Let him know. You know what? I saw this building or I'm um, sorry, the parking lot. It really wasn't up to par. I couldn't really see the striping, and that's what he does. He'll come in and do, provide that service. But also. You also, another resource you could use, and I know Mr. Me and M- 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 Mr. Zamora have talked about this. Yes. Is if anyone in listening and on Facebook Live, if you ever have an encounter where you see something, let's say a pole missing from the just from the accessible parking, you can always call three one one, which is the city, and file a complaint. And what would happen is that would trigger code enforcement to go out to that premises, pull the pull the permit, and see how it's changed from the initial issuance of the permit. And if they don't comply, in other words, they don't bring up to par how it was previously, uh, the city will write them a 30-day due process letter, and if not, they'll go ahead and cite it. So that's what I'm saying, Mr. Z- Mr. Zamora, could alleviate that issue. Just walk in and say, you know what, we'll do it. Because at the end of the day, they're going to pay, yes. either forcibly or through you. And I, I think they would rather do it through you, you right. know, because you do provide a good service. You've been around for several years, right, sir?
4: I started this, uh, provided this service back in 89 when I was in high school under JR Striping. Uh, as, as you were saying, uh, they're gonna pay one way or the other. Let me tell you, one way that uh, gets overlooked is uh, the establishment loses clients. You know, uh, they can't uh, identify these spots. Guess what? You know, they're gonna go down the street. Yes. You know.
2: And then I, I've seen that several times when my mom. My mom uses uh, accessible parking, and if it's not, if it's not available or it's not there, guess what? Bye bye, we're going somewhere else. That's correct. And it's not simply just putting in the stripes. There has to be certain di- uh, dimensions. Like, for example, for van accessible parking it's 11 feet and or 13 feet. 11 feet they, or 13 feet, too.
4: They they miss the proper uh, the proper uh, signage. They miss the proper uh, uh, dimensions. Of course, uh, we got the aisles. Uh, they they go uh, from uh, nine feet to uh, depend if it's going to be a van accessible. It's also another nine feet wide, and they have to go the length of the parking space.
2: And people, this accessible, this van, or this um, passageway, the Mr. Uh, Mister Zamora, saying, the accessible passage? Very important. It's not parking, folks. It's, it's not for you to park your <laughs> vehicle there. A, you I got it. to run in and get a, a milk. No. Uh, and actually, one thing I found out yesterday, Mr. Zamora, talking to the ADA coordinator for the city, is that if, uh, uh, just information-wise, that if there's accessible parking, and there's a ramp located near that parking. That ramp has to be accessible, whereas the the driver can go in front of a vehicle and to go onto that ramp. They cannot go behind a vehicle to get to that ramp. You know what I mean? So, in other words, if you park your vehicle, get off, and you have to go behind your vehicle to get to the ramp, that's illegal. That's illegal. I didn't know that. And,
4: and, you know, there's many aspects, and and, and uh, what we can do is we can do uh, an assessment of the property. We of course uh, we have uh, uh, promotions that that uh, we have uh, assigned for specifically for that. Uh, make sure that uh, you're compliant. But you know, the, it's got to do also with the wheel stops. You know. Sometimes you have the proper signage, the proper stenciling, the proper height of the of, of the of the of the signage, and, and the poles. But guess what? You know the the car parks so deep into the into the sidewalk, and and you know that access is blocked. So there's many many issues or or many things that come in hand, and we can go and properly assess it. We don't we don't charge for that. You know we want to make sure that you're not losing business because. Most of the time, the businesses are, are, are focused on giving great customer service, great food. Let's say it's a restaurant. But you know what? Uh, the, the service is extended from the moment your client drives into your parking lot.
2: And you know what you, what you just said, uh, Mr. Zamora? I'm glad you said that. It <clears throat> doesn't hurt to have you come out, General, do an assessment, and if it's feasible for both ends to do what they should do. I mean, having stripes and having the pretty parking lot is fine. But for me, actually, in my opinion, having that accessible parking is very essential. Exactly. Because people with disabilities want to be out there, want to be inclusive. But yet, if we can't physically, I mean, if we, the first, like I always say, customer service, doesn't matter if you have a disability or not, is from the parking lot to the back door. It's how you come in to the front door, how you treat it, and how you leave. And if, if you have accessible parking that's well uh, marked, guess what? I'm going to come back. Exactly. I am. And I'm going to tell my friends, you know what? This place is uh, uh, well-designed, you know, during the parking. Now, on an average, uh, Mr. Zamora, do do you have pushback from business owners or not?
4: You know what? They're they're not educated. They're not informed. Sometimes they don't realize that by not doing that, it's costing them business, you know. Sometimes they ask, how was the food? How was the service inside when you're inside their establishment? But they need to ask also, you know, how's our parking lot out there, you know, because like like we were talking earlier, you know, there's there's many many things that affect the the, the flow of the business.
2: Now, can you help? Now, I, I've been meaning to ask you this. I, I didn't ask you the first time. Let's say we had gone to a parking lot one time, a uh, restaurant, and 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 uh, and the parking lot, Mister Zamora was so pitted. Mm-hmm. It has so many holes. Mm-hmm. You can fix that too, right?
4: Of course. You okay. know, w- one of the things is the with the, with the uh, ADA compliance is th- those those spaces have to be in proper condition. You know, uh, they, they they cannot be uh, they can be slip resistant as well. And if you have cracks, you have potholes, we also help restore the parking lot because uh, that more than beautifies the the, the the building itself or the parking lot, but it more than doubles the life of the asphalt, and it gives a good appearance. We go in there, and, and once we do a preventive maintenance on, on, the, on the parking lot, we leave them with the proper stenciling, the ADA-compliant stenciling. We make uh, suggestions as far as the, the poles and signage. Fire lanes are very important, mm-hmm. uh, So and, and also having the right ratio of ADA-compliant spaces. You know, sometimes you go into an establishment, and, yeah, they have one, right? It's it's, it's small, but the first uh, uh, parking, uh, ADA-compliant, has to be a van accessible. Yes. So they have it, but they don't have the, the van accessible sign, or they don't have the proper signage, you know?
2: When, when Mr. Zamora is saying for the listeners and those I don't know if we're on Facebook or not, but uh, are we on Facebook? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Zamora, you get a good point. If you have an establishment, depending on the size of the parking lot, how Mr. Zamora was saying, the ratio. So if it hits uh, like 25, 50, 75, 100, that, depends, that determines your, your base for the accessible parking. Plus, if you have two parkings, accessible parking, one has to be van accessible. Has to be. And if you have one, well, it has to be van accessible. That's either exactly, way. That has to be the one. Yeah. And that's the thing. And that people need to understand that you, Mr. Zamora, provide a very essential product or service that. Is it expensive? I mean, is it really expensive? To, no, to... no, no,
4: no. Right, right now, we have a ninety-nine dollars special that includes two, two ADA compliant logos. We make an assessment. Of course, we we assign a day for this one. So let's say we have a a, a few businesses that they want to take advantage of that. We we set them up for a certain day, and our crew goes and, 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 and retouches all those ones. And for, $99? Sure, for ninety-nine dollars. For ninety-nine dollars, we have wow. two two event uh, accessibles and then of course, if it's more. We'll we'll, we'll make an adjustment. Yes, but
2: I mean, that, so, come on, man! Then yeah, and that's you write it that's off. nothing. You to write nothing. it off too. Yes,
4: of course. And you know, and, and they're not informed that they can do that uh, for property improvements. Very important, George. Uh, you you go to these places, and, and they might have the the correct logo, but they don't have the the the, the pole with mm-hmm. the sign. Guess what? Yep. There's not going to be a fine issue because you know what? That's not identified exactly. as as, as uh, ADA compliant. Exactly. Another thing is that it has to have the international sign.
2: For the disabled, yeah, exactly. the, the wheelchair symbol, yeah. You know, the,
4: some people go in there and they market. I mean, I see a lot of crazy stuff out there and they think they're compliant, and that's that's an assigned spot. You know, guess what?
2: I have a question. I, one time it happened to me, well, not to me necessarily, but I saw it when I, when I could see. Um, can you move? Let's say you have a parking an accessible bay, can you move it by law or no? What has to say there?
4: It, it says if it's accessible, full, it's accessible for different reasons, okay. That has to be the shortest. Route to the entrance of the building. So if you decide just to move it because you know what, uh, nobody uses it or whatever, it's a, it's an assigned. You gotta touch bases uh, with somebody that uh, okay. that has the knowledge. So
2: like, uh, having that accessible parking base near the entrance, it's not for convenience, folks. No. It's for necessity. <laughs> uh, for example, my mom, she she uses a walker, and the good days, she you know she uses the walker, In the bad days she uses a wheelchair. But that having that uh, uh the bays next to the entrance it's not because my i need to go running and get a, a milk or get some beers it's, <laughs> it's not for that it's for people that really need that and i know do you see that often here in El Paso? very
4: often i mean uh, people leave their vehicles on and they they go inside and they get uh cigarettes or beer or milk or whatever and they think well it's gonna take me a minute you know what that, you know like you're saying you know uh, people run on a schedule, and, and, and if, if they're going to park, it, and is it going to be accessible for them? It has to be free, you know.
2: Okay. So before I want to before I leave, or before we go, up, because the time is going real fast, as we have a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, give out your contact information. Is there a website too? Right.
4: We we have a Facebook. We're working okay. on our website right mm-hmm. now. El Paso Parking Lot. We are at ninety-seven zero four Carnegie Suite A, uh, centrally located. Uh, we have uh, the office number eight four three twenty five seventy six. Eight four three twenty five seventy six, or they can call me directly at my mobile 915-887-1019 we take care of this uh, this calls immediately or you can uh, uh, find us on Facebook we have a bunch of pictures there uh, El Paso parking lot striping and seal coating.
2: now if they say for the the, the procedure so let's say I reach out to you and I have a I have a restaurant or a business you come mm-hmm. out and you tell me okay this is how much is going to cost and and for the acceptable part, you know, whatever it is. And then uh, we just make it just that simple, right? Just come out, do an assessment, and they agree to it, and then you start the process?
4: That's correct. They call us. Uh, we attend the call, and, and, and uh, we uh, estimate when, when we're going to get there. We give them a call ahead of time, so we make sure that, that everybody's present and we, and we see what the needs of the property are. We go back, and we and we send them a proposal.
2: Now, what for me, there's things why we do things. Like me, I do, just, I do the disability rights because... It directly impacts me, and I have a passion for it. Why, why do you do what you do, Mr., Mr. Zamora? Why do you do the striping? And I know it's a, it's a business, but it's, I know you have, and I talked to you prior, so I know you have that concern about the accessible parking. Of
4: course. and You know, it's it's a passion of mine. I, I, I like to, uh, when I, I have young ones, and I take my kids, and I tell them, look, Daddy did that one. Or our crew did it. We have a real good crew. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredible. Uh, and, and we're... Making El Paso more beautiful, one parking lot at a time. That's what I tell my kids. No, I saw so they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they say, oh, you know, we did that one, we did that one. So it's a uh, it's a passion I got, you know, and uh, it's uh, it almost feels like it's not work, you know. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, 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 we're helping uh, business owners, we're helping each other, and uh, sometimes, like I said, you know, they're not educated about uh, about why it's important, you know.
2: Education is very yes. empower empower. It provides empowerment for us. For people with disabilities, because if you don't educate the owner about, for example, accessible parking bays, you say, you know what, you know, this, you need one here, you need one here, ninety nine dollars. Come on, give me a break. Ninety nine dollars. You, you
4: go and uh, have a family meal on a Sunday, you spend more than that.
2: Go to a ball and mm-hmm. you know, That's right, you know. So, yeah. how long does it take when you do that? The the parking striping, the, the the accessible parking. What
4: bays? we use is we another thing. It's, it's very important, uh, George. Is uh, the paint has to be the proper paint. Heavy traffic marking paint. We use the best. It it dries within fifteen minutes, Brilliant. so we can do that before the, the 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 business opens or after. You know, we adapt to 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 their traffic flow.
2: How long do I mean? I know it's not. You can't really, but per, uh, estimation wise, what's the length that the, the it was it was stand the? They'll the, the, last. Yes,
4: that's a that's a question that gets asked very often. Imagine that you and I buy the same pair of shoes. Yeah, I hear you. And 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 I use some every day on the field and use them on Sundays. Who's going to wear them out first?
2: Exactly. No, I hear you.
4: Is the price of, of doing business. If a restaurant's more busier than the other one, even if they sell burgers and shakes and this one has more traffic, this one's going to wear out faster. I,
0: I got to jump in and ask because, uh, <laughs> the markings on Stanton street going up, first of all, it's confusing as hell now that they changed the whole topography yes, of, yes. you know, because of this, because of the trolley and all that. But it, it, it. They haven't even used it, and it, it's worn out. Did you have you noticed
4: that? Yes, I've noticed that. And, and you know what? Something that uh, it happens. It, it is paint. We're using heavy traffic marking paint. Sometimes the 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 paint has not faded. Is that the dirt or or the business owner is not giving it a proper maintenance? Because I mean, the tires are dirty. Their parking lot is dirty. I go there with water, pour it in, with with, with, with the soles of my shoes, and man, there's the paint. So. Uh, you know, that's also having to do the preventive maintenance. Other than painting, we do uh, complete parking lot restorations, seal coating, pothole repair, and that's also important for, for the client. And this you
2: can do it like a monthly basis, no? And like we kind of can
4: also uh, do something according to their needs, yes, of course.
2: And it was the thing for me. Oh, now what can I was going to ask you, um, and I was seeing this this morning. When it comes to the striping for the, disabled, for the accessible parking, the, the bays, there is no there's no like blue or green it could be but it has to contrast right it has
4: to contrast the 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 surface there's mm-hmm. no specification uh, if you go all, uh, to New Mexico here as far as cruises you're gonna see that uh, they use the hashouts blue yes so it could be blue it could be yellow it could be white it doesn't specify as as long as it contrasts yeah, we we ninety nine percent of the time we use white or, or, or yellow. Yeah, because
2: some people might say, well, it wasn't the proper color. They're you know, trying to get out of that ticket, you know. No. But at the end of the day, Mr. Zamora, would you agree if the if the not there, if the if the if the bay is not maintained, guess what? The police officer has no enforcement.
4: Exactly. He
2: cannot write an, uh, a ticket, and people don't know that.
4: You can have the the logo on uh, the ground stencil, and you don't have the proper signage. It, it, they, they have to go hand in hand
2: now you, you then when you do the marking you also can you provide the pole
4: yes we, we uh, provide uh, galvanized poles with the proper hardware and we make sure that uh, you have the the compliant ones
2: the 5 feet right
4: yes okay. uh, well five feet and they go seven but you gotta end up at five feet yeah yeah, yeah. and you got the, the the proper signage that's very very important you know what's
2: funny Mrmo everybody back when I was going to Utah my mom was dropping me off at uh, the, the library and she was parking and she hit that pole. Yes. And it bent. So she's like, hurry up. She goes, the police is coming. I can come in. So I'm running here trying to push it back with my body. It didn't move. But anyway, there's pretty good stuck in there. But the thing is, so it's now then the $99. Does that include the pole or no?
4: No, that, that's a different. Uh, the, the ground stencils are the $99. Mm-hmm. Two ground stencils with the uh, axis or the hash out, as they call it, that's 99 for the pole,
2: muscle middle, how much would it be? It, just so people have an idea.
4: It depends on what surface we're gonna. If it, if there was one existing, or if it's on dirt, concrete, or asphalt. But just to give you an idea, it's gonna run you about three hundred dollars, three hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. So, in every every spot that you have a ground stencil, mm. has to have its own pole. Because exactly. sometimes you see the pole right in the middle. And there's you know that's not compliant.
2: Let me ask you: if you see a pole, and when I can see you, if you see uh, the placard, you know the the. The disabled parking placard stuck to the wall. Does that work?
4: It, as long as it's the the, the proper height.
2: Okay, because some people say does That's not true, or it's not no, illegal. It, it does.
4: It does work as long as it's visible and it's the proper height. You know,
2: which is five feet. Would, yes. Now, it might be because of the size of the vehicle.
4: It has to be visible, yes. Because okay. sometimes there's vehicles are, are 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 high, and if you're driving on a, on a low vehicle, you cannot identify them. So that's why it has to end at five feet.
2: I also heard on the, on the placards, uh, Mr. Zamora, that granted I haven't seen him since 10 years and I lost my vision, but is that true that if there's not proper, the, the proper uh, language on that placard is also illegal or something like
4: that? Well, or, uh, you have to have the proper wording. They're pretty standard. And yeah, even if, uh, like I was telling, if it's not the international uh, sign or, or emblem, it's it's... It has to be the international emblem. Okay. So you cannot just go in there with uh, be creative and market now.
2: So you, as you people, as the listeners can tell, you know, it's not simple it's just putting yes. out there with a marker and putting up a pole with a brim, a broomstick. Yes. You know, it has to be in compliance. Now, what before also, uh, Mr. Zamora, can you go and give up your contact information again, please.
4: Yes, of course. Uh, 843-915-843-2576. That's the office number. We're on Facebook under El Paso Parking Lot Striping and seal CO coating or piezo parking striping unlimited because we provide other services as well. And my direct number is 915-887-1019. I, can, uh, I, I do these calls personally, and i got somebody else that helps me, so we can go over there and uh, give you exactly what you need, and, and uh, we can take it from there. Well, you say other
2: services, where, where else what else?
4: What we do is, uh, like you, you were mentioning, we install poles with bollards. Uh, we we protect electrical panels, warehouse striping, uh, uh, sweeping services, wow. uh, trip hazards also concrete trip hazards. What is that? So, uh, that's when the 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 sidewalk lifts a little bit because of a root of a tree lifted it or oh, so. That's okay. very important as well for for accessibility. Um, ironworks as far as the the handrails, we take care of those ones as well in the interior exterior.
2: Really? Yes. I know
4: so that that goes hand in hand with all that. So that's.
2: Well, we there you a, go, folks. If yeah. you want a one-stop shop, yeah. you touch Mr. <laughs>
4: we don't do everything, but we do everything yeah, related I mean, to that. <laughs> a, well,
2: the majority of yes, it. And yes, then, yes. like I said, you have that. Now, that special you have, how long is it for, or what is it?
4: We're going to be uh, running it here for uh, the next month. The next month? It, it, it changes, uh, you know, here and there, but uh, I'm going to run it for the the end of this month and the following month.
2: For May, and, for April and May. May, yes. And as, now, when it, let's say... Um, the weather, I know you said it's, it's great. Uh, what you said, a certain grade of paint. Um, does the heat and rain impact that after a while? Or, I mean, let's say you put it in today, and I'm just for the customers that listening out there, let's say you paint it today or tonight or, to, or this afternoon, and tonight rain rained real bad, it's not going to affect it.
4: No, 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 no. It, it, of course, eventually everything it gets yeah, yeah, affected, but th- this paint is hi- heavy traffic marking pit, uh, lead, I mean, uh, lead free. I mean, so people. Don't just go buy it at uh, any store. We we have our local providers. They guarantee the paint. So if you see that your paint is faded, it's because there's striping underneath, and sometimes some striping companies go in there, and they don't use the proper paint because they're not considering the one that's already there. So those things affect, you know. We got water-based paint. We got oil-based paint. We got, we got chlorinated rubber. Really? Know, and then, then, of course, you go to your thermoplastics and— uh, but we make sure we apply what's gonna to bond to the existing
2: Well what's this deal? when I when I could see Mr. Moon, I remember going to some parking lots, It had like the regular you know, the, the, the new parking there was the new painted bay, but then all of a sudden you look down and you can see the other stripes like zigzagging and I mean do you get rid of those? I mean just is it clean when you do it? I mean
4: Yeah, yeah, we, we can we can offer to, to uh black out uh Certain areas, because sometimes you you hire somebody and they didn't uh, go the the proper dimensions. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And then they try to correct, and then with time, they, they don't know which one is which. Because sometimes the correction looks more prominent than the yeah. than the stripe yeah, yeah, yeah. that they they did. So yes, we we provide seal coating that uh, makes the asphalt look black again, and the uh, crack filler. So when when we do a preventive maintenance, we make sure that we don't go by the previous layout. If it was um, errors on the previous layout we fix them exactly. we address them we got the crew that's knowledgeable and that we'll take care of it right there
2: okay resource here folks uh mr zamora el paso uh, parking lot um, striping and seal coating reach out to him worst case scenario i'll reach out to the city which is 311 to let them know of a of an establishment that doesn't have their parking lot up to par because like i said it might be minimal or might not be minuscule to a regular quote-unquote driver but with someone with a disability, is it impacts them? It really does. And the placards, or the hang the one that hangs from the wheel, from the, um, the, windows, don't borrow them from your Walita or your cousins. <laughs> you know, use the if you need it, you need it. I've been told myself, Mister Zamora, to get us a placard. What for? I can walk. I know that I need to walk. My wife tells me. But the thing is, before we leave, Mister Zamora, we're coming up to the end of the show. Do you have like an elevator speech? you want to tell our listeners?
4: Well, uh, more than a speech is we, we we gotta remember that uh, our 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 service starts from the moment our client drive it drives into our parking lot. It shows. I, I've been told that there's people that leave a, a restaurant or establishment because they see the doorknob is so greasy and dirty. So I can just imagine how their kitchen is of their services. So it starts right there believe me they, when when you're when they ask you at your restaurant or any other business say how was the service don't be afraid to let them know that, you know what your 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 handicap uh logos or, or or you're not ada or, or your spaces if i was the owner of that established i would be thinking you know what thank you very much you're right you know mm-hmm. i don't think nobody's gonna mind because you know what that's gonna just help their business because if not they're gonna be losing
2: clients sometimes the owners are not doing it to be malicious or they just don't know sometimes it, it's just management yeah, you know yeah.
4: what management everybody should be on page they should all have a box at the end where, where people can write down a, a suggestion and, and, and you know they they can do what, what they want with it but you know those are that's the law
2: man yeah, it's the law I mean we can't can bypass federal law <clears throat> and, and the thing is sometimes people may say that I always say this Mr. Mismora when you accommodate someone which you are doing by doing those accessible parking bays when you accommodate someone, it's not only the law, but it's good customer service. It is good
4: customer service.
2: It, it gives that, that impact of the person. You know what? They care. Yeah. I'm going to go. Let's think about this, folks, the listeners on Facebook Live. You go to a new restaurant, you take someone, and they say they, they use a mobility device, and you can't see the striping. And you're like, you know what, uh, let's go somewhere else because you can't really tell or whatnot. You just lost a customer. Yes. That could have been 100 bucks so you spent on enough striping.
4: That's correct. And that's, you know, times, how many times? And know. plus, <laughs> tax
2: isn't it tax deductible?
4: Yeah, they can use it as, uh, as some kind of improvement.
2: Yes. A, a business expense. So, I mean, what, what is there to, to, to stop someone from doing it? So, again, you've been listening to the Accessibility Corner here on Dialogue Radio Network. Which is brought to you by Stephanie Towne and Ayala. Uh, I'll be uh, well. Next week will be our one anniversary show, one year anniversary show, and after that we'll be having Mr. Richard Saminigo on May the eleventh. Uh, he's running for city council. I mean, county judge. My bad. Sorry about that. And uh, Mr. Zamora, before we leave, any last words? Uh,
4: give us a call. We're here to to help your business grow. We're uh, we're business owners.
2: Again, you've been listening to the Accessibility Corner again. <laughs> so on the Dialogue Radio Network uh, brought to you by Stephanie Town and Associates and we'll sh- see you next week